The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Winning. Pick. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? And welcome back to week three of the NFL slate for winning picks weekly. My name is John Malika at Malika on Twitter. As with me, as always, I'm buddy, my co-host, my pal, my main man, Greg Albert at Winning Picks Weekly on Twitter. What's going on, Greg? We stink at making bets so far, week one and two, which, if you're listening, could be great. So you just take the opposite side. If you're us, we're looking to get back on. Greg, I have stunk in fantasy this year. I have stunk making picks the first two weeks. Uh, the Jets... Quarterback got his Achilles got torn right in front of my eyes in the fourth play. Uh, the NFL season has not been treating me good. I'm still alive in Survivor. That's the only thing keeping me surviving right now. All right. Yeah. This, this week already looking tough. I'm, I hope to ask you some questions about that. Like, uh, actually, let's just start off right there, man. Let's just start off right, right off the bat. Like, why even move on? I was thinking that Dallas was going to be my easy Survivor bet this week, Greg. Right, versus it, it goes with my bet against Arizona. Yeah. Right, they also just they should crush them anyway. It's not a big deal. Now we have injuries everywhere. Now they don't have a center. Now they don't have a starting cornerback. This is the perfect game for the Dallas Cowboys. Right in front of a huge. By the way, their schedule gets so bad too. So I was like, this is perfect for Survivor right now, and their their schedule gets difficult. I don't have to worry about it. And now they got injuries. And now I don't know. Should I pivot to Philly? But Philly is a Monday night. It's a Monday night doubleheader. Weird start. Seven o'clock. Two and old Tampa in Tampa. Like, is this the game that the Philly folds and everyone like starts panicking? Like, I, I'm, I'm terrified now. What should I do with Survivor League, man? That scares me too. I mean, yeah, Dallas. I think is definitely a good one to look at for sure. Um, even with the injuries, I still think. I mean, Arizona's been feisty. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, twelve point favorites. It's tough because you're going to Arizona. So that could be a little bit concerning. I never really like picking uh, road teams for Survivor. So I mean, the team I'm looking teams. at is the team I'm looking at is Miami at home hosting Denver. Um, the Denver under five and a half wins is alive and well. That's uh, two bad losses for them to start the season. Miami's look pretty good, but they're another team that have some injuries. Tyreek Hill's popped up on the injury report. Waddle's been dealing with concussions, so. You know, Raheem Mostert was able to get it going last week, so maybe they could run the ball well, play some decent defense. But 
you know, injuries are starting to be a problem for every team. I mean, we faced the worst type of injury two minutes into the game week one, but injuries are popping up all over the, all over the NFL. So you have to keep track of it. You have to stay on top of it, but that's my survivor pick this week is Miami at home. Their first home game. Oh, wow. Over. That's a good, that's, that's a good tip. It's Denver and Miami always play each other pretty close. On yeah. 2020, they played each other. Denver won by a touchdown, 20 to 13, 2017. Was a blowout by Miami. Honestly, yeah, but these you know, really matter. These teams, these teams have never had. I mean, the Denver Broncos yeah. have never had a quarterback as bad as Russell Wilson. So, <laughs> yeah, things have know, changed. Okay, yeah. All right, we'll get to that as like the games. I, I don't feel good about any of those two picks you made. Eh. So we'll, we'll 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 get into it in the full slate. I, I still don't sure. know how to do my survivor. So let's hopefully I figure this out by the end. Yeah, of by that. Oh yeah, by the end of the episode, you'll have a good idea. I just don't want to make a panic pick on Sunday, man, because Survivor's all I got going right now. So Thursday, gonna gonna happen in two hours here. We're live Thursday, September 21st. We have a ton of injuries from the Giants at San Francisco. Such a history between these two franchises. I, I don't like this game at all. I hate this game. I, I almost want to take San Francisco as my Survivor pick and just call it a day. Um, but I don't want to pick a Thursday for it. Ten and a half. Do you have analysis on ten and a half? It should be a, a killing, especially with no Barkley. They, hit, I mean, this should be an absolute smashing, especially with Breida being on the other side. They're familiar with him too, but I don't know. Ten and a half just seems scary for a Thursday night. Yeah, ten and a half is a lot. I mean, there's a lot of stats out there about like the Giants and, da- and Daniel Jones not being great straight up on Thursday night games. I think own four in his career, but possibly four and oh as a starter or for covering as a starter. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, dude, there's just so many injuries for the Giants. And, you know, you're talking about Andrew Thomas at right tackle out. A guard is out. Huh, both linebackers are a little banged up. Obviously, Saquon's out. Um, you know, Wendell Robinson, hopefully he's coming back. I mean, Obviously got hurt last season is trying to make his way back. They're going to have to throw the ball and San Francisco is going to be able to put up points. San Francisco has a couple injuries here and there, but not as many as green bet or uh, as the giants right now. So yeah, just really AU. he's out. Yeah. But yeah, give me it. <laughs> as we know from our group chat, Debo had a great week last week. Christian McCaffrey, I think is plus 300 before the first touchdown. They're talking That's in San Francisco it. about Elijah Mitchell needing to get the ball more because Christian McCaffrey's just been so strong. Not because Elijah Mitchell has looked good or anything. He's just literally gotten zero attempts. I think he has four attempts through two weeks because Christian McCaffrey has been playing that well. So, yeah, give me San Francisco all day. Might be a little bit low scoring. I was looking a little bit at the over-under, but for now, just give me San Fran minus 10.5 to start off a Thursday night. All right, I'm okay with that. San Francisco should go. Should I, should I survive it or I should just stay away from the, the New York team, right? I would stay Matt away Farmer. from it. Yeah. I did like the, um, the over rushing yards for Daniel Jones. Uh, yeah. and the over catching for, uh, for Waller. Those are pretty small. I think if you combine them, it's like plus 370. So maybe if you haven't, if that game hasn't played yet and you're listening, maybe take a That's look at that. Bad. All right, we got a huge one o'clock slate, Greg. We are so back. I mean, we're, during the Jets episode later, we'll talk about how it feels like week 21 of the 2022-2023 <laughs> season from a Jets fan perspective. But from the NFL slate perspective, this feels like week 21 of last year where just a ridiculous one o'clock slate, man. 
Yeah. And only what three, four o'clock games, just insane. So let's start off with the New York Jets. Both got the Jets backgrounds going. I think everybody knows where we're gonna stand with this pick. Greg. Fourteen straight regular season games. Fourteen straight. Right? So why on earth are New England minus two and a half? Why when they're 0 and two on the road? That's why. Because they beat the Jets. 14 straight times in a row in the regular season. It doesn't matter, home or away. Seven straight times at Jet Life Stadium. I, it's going to be rainy in the morning, so it's just going to be a slick field. Lots of running. Stingy defenses. Punting is going to matter. Returning is going to matter. We lost on a punt return versus the New England Patriots. Last time we had this type of field, we won on a punt return at home. I think it's going to be the same type of game. Defensive, very heavy. I think we're finally going to... I mean, we had three interceptions, uh, you know, with Whitehead a couple games ago. So, you know, I'm not going to complain that much. But we're going to have some actual turnovers, hopefully non-drops by Sauce. Maybe Reed have a little bit of a better game. But, dude, I expect this game to be very low scoring. Lots of running on both sides. Lots of Stevenson out of the backfield catching. Lots of tight end. Henry stuff. Oh, yeah. Gazeki, don't forget he's there. True. But I'm taking the Jets here. What do you got? Yeah, I'm taking the Jets too, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, home dog. Got to try to get this win. Uh, 82% of the money on New England drives me absolutely wow. nuts. Uh, you know, it's still early in the week. I get it, but. Dude, got it. Got to get this win if you're New York. I mean, absolutely abysmal performance last week against Dallas. Got to bounce back here. Uh, talking about injuries. I mean, Dwayne Brown's the talk of the town right now on Twitter the last few hours. You know, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? If he is playing, if he's not playing, who's going to play left tackle? Offensive line coach said Beckton's staying on right tackle. So that means someone's coming off the bench to play left tackle. To me, the offensive line play stunk last week for sure. We'll talk about it more in the Jets episode. I think just the the play calling in the game script just needs to better be better. We it's going to be low scoring, and we're going to have to run the football, um, and we're going to have to get some turnovers on defense. So yeah, give me the Jets get plus two at home, two and a half at home. I love it. Divisional team at home getting points. It's ugly. It's gross. Those are the type of pits we need to start making because we're not doing good this season, John. <laughs> All right. Let's stay with one of the survivor teams you were talking about. We got Denver at Miami. 0-2 Denver at the 2-0 Miami Dolphins. That's that's why right off the bat, that's a scary survivor for me. Miami minus six and a half at home. You got a touchdown here. Is Russell Wilson that bad? Is he just never going to win a game? Is Denver going to be 0-3 and Miami 3-0 and here? How do you think this game's going to turn out? Yeah, I think so, man. I think Russell Wilson is that bad. I mean, I'm looking up the Denver uh, injury report right now. A uh, couple guys questionable, but nothing too crazy. Flank, Frank Clark uh, is questionable. Didn't practice yesterday. And Justin Simmons, so... Some good players there. I mean, Miami, the big the big concern right now is just what's going on with the wide receivers. I mean, they're going to need these guys to play. Um, much deeper injury report for them. 
uh, with, uh, like I said earlier, Waddle and Hill. I think they're both going to play. I think even if they don't play, uh, there's been a couple other wide receivers there um, from Miami that look pretty good. So, And two has just looked incredible. I mean, two is just putting the ball where it needs to be. So, yeah, give me Miami for sure, minus six and a half. <laughs> was thinking about it as a best bet, but I'm making it my survivor pick this week. Oh, okay. They still alive in a survivor league? Yes. Let's yes, go. I have two of them. I'm doing okay. I was two and two on the show so far, uh, two and two in real life. So let's go. Um, Got to keep go it going. Got to keep it moving. Right. Survivor's one of those things I don't really get up for until week eight and then start really looking at it. My league's almost in triple digits. So I'm starting to get excited. A yeah. people fell off week one. So once it's triple digits, I get, I get, I happens. But yeah, that uh, happens. So. But then it's like it's like such a tough grind. Like people fall out fast, and then it's just it can be such a grind to the middle part of the season. I know, I yeah. Know. Well, I have milestones. Once I get the triple, then I start making milestones. Well, we'll get yeah. there. All right. Indianapolis Colts at the Baltimore Ravens. A little bit of history there uh, between oh. the two franchises. Baltimore minus seven and a half at home, two and zero. Indy. I'm not sure if Richardson is going to play, but I think that works out better if Minshew's in there. I like what I've been seeing from Indy. Baltimore never covers. I'm taking Indy plus seven and a half here. Yeah, I mean, I think Baltimore covered. I think Baltimore's two and zero against the spread so far this season. So I don't know so much about Baltimore never covers in general. Uh, it's just two weeks. Yeah, that's true. Anthony Richardson, I mean, it's big time. I, I, I'm okay with Gardner Minshew. He's one of those names I threw on the list of, uh, people I wouldn't mind seeing at quarterback if we weren't able to get Aaron Rodgers. I know I got a lot of flack for that over the offseason from people, but he's looked pretty good when he's needed to spell Richardson. Richardson just looked electric. I mean, two rushing touchdowns last week, uh, you know, rushing the ball all over the place week one. Some decent throws here and there when he's needed it, but really relying on his legs for the first two weeks. So um I think that could be a problem for Baltimore. I think, you know, Baltimore is another one of those teams. We talk about it every season, and it's happening again. Just injury, injury, injury. It's crazy to say. Um, But, you know, obviously they they lost uh the running back, J.K. Dobbins, week one. Justice Hill on the injury report this week with a toe, you know, issue. They decided so Kenny Drake back. Don't worry, baby. He's back. Yeah, yeah so Kenny Drake gets signed. The Gus bus is there to run the ball. Um, but, yeah, Odell Beckham questionable. Marlon Humphrey questionable. Like These are big-time guys that they, you know, Ronnie Stanley questionable. Tyler Lindebaum questionable. These are big-time guys that they need to play and play well. That being said... I just think Baltimore's too much. 80% of the money on Indy just throws me off a little bit, but I think people think there's some value because it's it's above a touchdown. But you know, I just I think if Anthony Richards is in there, it would be harder than Gardner Minshew. I think Gardner Minshew by the end of the game is gonna fall back into the Gardner Minshew. I think people expect him to be. So give me Baltimore at this one at home. Probably gonna be you know, disgusting weather this weekend with this, you know, storms coming up from the south. So, uh, yeah, give me Baltimore a sloppy one at home minus eight. Yeah, I think it's an eight and a half now. Yeah, I, I love it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I like Indy. 
All right. You have a hey, look, one give, me, give me give me Baltimore. Give me Baltimore as my first best bet of the day. Oh wow. First one. Keep it rolling. Two and zero against the spread. It's gonna be three and zero this week. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's jump to another. The other rookie. Owen two. CJ Shroud. Plus nine and a half at Jacksonville. This game. This game, Greg. Should I consider this for one of my survivor leagues? The more I think about it, the more I like Jacksonville. Houston, yeah. if they if they can't run the ball, they really don't have an offense. Jacksonville does not allow run. I think they're one of the best rushing te- uh, rushing defenses in the league. Granted, it's only week two. Yep, they have good uh, a good front in general. Trevor Lawrence looks okay. They also run the ball. Kevin Ridley looks like a beast. I mean, their 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 skill positions are great. Evan Ingram looking okay. I, I I love Houston so much, but I think Jacksonville minus that just it just looks weird <laughs> to see Jacksonville and then minus nine and a half next to their name is weird. It's weird. Eighty seven percent of the money on Houston. I'm not exactly sure why we talk about it on the show. We talk about it every year injuries and specifically injuries at uh, specific positions could really kill a team. I mean, Houston needs all the help it can get. You know, Derek Stingley Jr. reported today hamstring issue could possibly be several weeks. Uh, Thomas, there, their backups, you know, say, uh, cornerback also, uh, doubtful for this game. And then Jalen Petrie, who he liked coming into the draft, I think out of Baylor, if I remember correctly. He's been another injury. So, well, he, he hasn't practiced either. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're talking about secondary issues. I mean, I think Houston has a couple good receivers there, not just uh, Ridley. So you're talking about multiple corners hurt, a seat, their starting safety hurt. That could be a real big-time problem. Jacksonville looking to get back on track after that weird Kansas City game last week where they couldn't really get anything in motion. They kind of looked That's out of true. place. So, yeah, it can be Jacksonville for sure, minus eight and a half. All right. Damn, I'm with you again. I'm – I'm just I'm I'm hoping to get just on different sides here because whatever whatever I've been doing it is it, just not working. Yeah, well, this is the week. Maybe we get it all right. The, my biggest problem is that I'm just laying big numbers all over the place. I haven't taken one underdog yet. <laughs> right, I'm not gonna right. stop. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> all right, let's go with my first best bet of the day: Tennessee Titans. Plus three and a half, Greg. This line makes no... What am I missing here, Greg? Plus three and a half at Cleveland Browns and their entire offense, which, I mean, I am a Jets fan, so what what really can I say about making fun of offenses? But I don't know if you can really call the Browns team an offense, especially without Chubb. R.I.P. Chubb, my boy. Man, I'm... it sucks that he that it's the second time it happened to him. Everything sucks about what happened. Yeah, to it Chubb. sucks too because we were we were both. I mean, you especially were have been big on Chubb, but we're, especially this year. I mean, him not getting picked in the first round. I thought that was like an easy late first round, early second round pick to oh. win you a league. I have him um, everywhere. Odds, I have him in my dude, dynasty. Odds, odds on, he was literally the odds on favorite to lead the league in rushing, and he was getting picked behind like five or six other running backs. So, um. 
So terrible, terrible injury. It sucks. Jerome Ford stepped in and played well, but what people aren't talking about Tennessee, the best rushing defense in the league. So all these people are picking up Jerome Ford ready to go. I'm starting <laughs> Jerome Ford in our dynasty league, and I'm nervous about it because Tennessee literally has the best, you know, rushing defense. And then to your point, that makes Amari, uh, Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson have to play well together. And we haven't seen that yet. We haven't seen that through, you know, whatever it was, four or six weeks last season, two weeks so far this year. They just can't seem to get it going. Tennessee kind of surprised me last week. I had the under in that Tennessee Chargers game, and it just went over. And that was the one loser in my freaking 1 o'clock parlays. <laughs> and it's because Ryan Tannehill was throwing the ball down the field. Like Ryan Tannehill had some like 40-yard shots, 30-yard shots, 50-yard bombs. Like he was throwing it. <laughs> so it was kind of surprising to see. I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is going to have a little resurgence here. The my big back, concern, maybe. Yeah, my concern, D-Hop was playing good. But again, the injury report, Derek, Hen- Derek Henry on the injury report. You talked about week one, Tajay Spears out snapping him. Yeah, that's about to say. Yeah, so that, that that stuff just starts concerning me. D-Hop was on the injury report last week. It's on the injury report again this week. Like, you know, if they're going to go, they're going to go. I like Tennessee. Like you said, three and a half points, 75% of the bets, 72% of the money's on Tennessee. So that concerns me a little bit, but it's early week betting, so maybe it's not the biggest indicator. But I just don't know how you take Cleveland right now laying points. Best bet, Tennessee. You with me here? I'm with you. Not on the best bet, but I'm with you on a Tennessee pick for sure. All right. Give me a game that you're looking at here in the 1 o'clock that intrigues you here that we have left. Uh, There's a couple of them here. It's a team that I've seemed to be smitten to, and so has most of the league going up against a team that I can never pick right. But I think I'm doing okay this year. Let me check that real quick. Detroit at Atlanta. Last <laughs> week I had Atlanta right. Week one I had Atlanta right. So maybe maybe something's turning here. The trick is, is I picked Atlanta both weeks, and they've won both weeks. So, um, you know, 2-0 Atlanta, 1-1 Detroit. I'm not St. Brown. On the injury report, looked like a toe issue during the game. The reported that it was cramps after the game. Ends up being a toe issue during the week. That's concerning. Um, he's an explosive player. He needs his, you know, he needs to be explosive. So 64% of the money right now in Atlanta. Um, I'm going with Detroit here. I'm going as a best bet. I just think that Detroit's going to be able to get up a couple scores and or keep scoring. I just don't think Atlanta's going to be able to. Like Atlanta's been able to stay in these games playing really good defense and keeping it low scoring. I just don't think Atlanta uh, Detroit's going to be able to. I think Detroit's going to score 20, 25, 28 points a game no matter what. So Interesting. So I've been on the opposite side because I bet against Atlanta the first two weeks. So I don't know mm. if this is good for you, but I'm I like Atlanta. Uh, yeah. plus three and a half, especially with the hook. I think this is going to be a close game. I, I, I don't, I don't love the Atlanta money line here, but I don't think Detroit's going to win by more than a field goal. Uh, this seems like an over game to me as well. I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be a really fun one o'clock red zone game. Yeah. I think red zone's going to, it's going to, as Feidelberg says, whoosh, <laughs> rah, like right, right in your face. And it's All just going to keep, it's just going to keep being Atlanta and Detroit. Think yeah, about it, I man. Mean, Bijan Robinson's been a beast. Who cares about Kyle Pitts? Drake London's back. Cordero Patterson is finally going to get in here, the Joker. And yep. we didn't even mention Tyler Algier. I hate their quarterback, but they're shutting me up, man. Dude, I told you going into last week, Desmond Ritter never. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Lost at home. I was telling my my family over for my sister's birthday. I was telling my brother-in-law, and he was like, well, they're going to lose today. I'm, I'm all over Green Bay. I was like, all right. Like, he's never lost. Then he didn't lose again. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm with is he's on the road. I was with him last week, man, with your brother-in-law. I, I, I can't stand Ritter, but... And Jared Goff, I mean, he's breaking records. He's only yeah. breaking records. Yeah, so I really yeah. want to over in this game. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's going to be high scoring too. Um, yeah, and again, if, if uh, what's his name? If uh, Amon Ross St. Brown can't go, Josh Reynolds looked pretty good. Um, Sam Laporta's looked pretty good catching the ball. My David boy. Montgomery's probably out rushing, so you're going to rely heavily on Jameer Gibbs. I think that's going to be a good thing for Detroit. I'm surprised that they haven't got Gibbs more involved taking him 12th overall in their draft. And then, yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, just the offensive line's been good. Jared Goff's been getting time. I just like I just like Detroit at home. I like Jared Goff at home. Like, when he's on the road outdoors, you know, maybe that's something different. But when you're inside in the dome, I think, he, you know, he gets it going a little bit on offense. Yeah, I mean, they're so stacked, and they have Mo Ibrahim on their, on their practice squad. That's how, that's, yeah. how, that's how good they are running back. So, I mean, I like Detroit, man. I like what they got going on. I, I have Sam Laporta uh, as having the most receiving yards for a rookie this year. I, I have a feature on him and Jaden Reed and Rashi Rice. Those are my three. It's not uh, bad. Oh, and Matt Collins. Shout out Matt Collins. Best ball extraordinaire. I have him. He's leading the league in receiving. It's only because Drake London hasn't caught anything. But no, last dude, week, Drake London was a beast. Yeah, he was good, but Matt Collins still doing good, dude. You see that face or the Instagram post he had? No. Whereas, dude, he caught a ball over Savage for Green Bay. He was like a good, he's a good defensive back, but Matt Collins is yoked out of his mind. So he, the picture is insane. Him going over Savage, it was like everyone's, it's, everyone's a Savage until you get face to face with one. And he was just like, I was like, damn, that's one of the better like Instagram posts I've seen like in a long time. He's just a freak. So I hope he keeps doing well. I hope this Atlanta team keeps going well. I just think Detroit's going to be able to score more points. That's the name of the game. <laughs> All right. Well, you mentioned Green Bay. Green Bay is a team I, I guess I can't figure out because I had, well, week one, I liked the Bears. I thought the Bears were going to be a real team this year. I fell for the trick. And then Green Bay last week, we just talked about it. I had them against Atlanta. I thought they had it at the end there, too. So I don't want to get too caught up in the actual result of the game. Like, it was as close as a score. I think it was a one point. Like, was it 24-23 or something like that? It was that close. Like they were, they, It was they, very close. They should have won that you, game. You could, yeah, The way the line moved, it, lined through, it moved through zero from early betting throughout the week. You could have had a double winner. It was that close. Like you could have had it at plus two and a half and plus two and a half for both teams. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a good game. You know what? I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make this my my second best bet. Green Bay at home at Lambeau. We have New Orleans coming to town off the most fluky win I've ever seen. Carolina stinks, man. They have. They, I mean, their 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 star defenders are out last week, right? Horde and Leonard. And they barely won the game with a rookie quarterback. Like, what else do you want? It's a fluky 2-0. Jamal Williams is hurt. They don't really have a running back this week. Kamara is finally going to come back next week. 
This is a this is a this is a complete L in Green Bay. Green Bay is a, is a get back game in Lambeau. They're going to be all over. It's going to be loud. I wonder if Aaron Jones is going to play, but doesn't matter. Dylan's going to be good. Christian Watson, I think, is finally going to come back. Hopefully, off that hamstring. I love Green Bay. Green Bay best bet. I, I actually really like this bet. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you too. It's almost uh, like what am I miss? It's almost like a what am I missing pick? Like, why is it only one and a half? Like, I think Green Bay's look pretty good. I think New Orleans has looked okay, but not great the first two weeks. And I agree. I think they look better week one than they did week two. Um, short week going up to Green Bay is a tough thing. Surprising to me that it's so low. Fifty percent of the bets on Green Bay, fifty nine percent of the money on Green Bay. Um, I'm with you. I like Green Bay here. It sucks to say because said I have New Orleans a lot of different places. They just it was so disgusting to watch them on Monday night that I'm obviously nervous about my futures now. I mean, <laughs> if you can't handily beat the Panthers, who can you handily beat? So yeah. I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna be one of those teams that are like every game they're just gonna play to their opponent and every game is just gonna be conservative play calling and then when they get into higher scoring games, they they'll dial it up more and Derek Carr can throw the long ball. But also at home. Like, yeah, I think at home too. They're going to be different at home. You have to get Olave involved er, like earlier and more often. Like he didn't really do anything in the first half, and then all of a sudden the second half was doing good. Stepped out on the seven yard line for like a big catch and t- should, should have been a touchdown. Um, but stepped out on the seven yard line, uh, going out of bounds. So, you know, Mike Thomas resurgence. He's looked pretty good. Hasn't played football in two years. He's looked let's okay. Let's go, Ken Guard you Mike. Know, yo, let's go with redemption Taysom Hill, for Greg. Taysom Hill's doing his thing. Yes. Um, to your point, I think Kendra Miller is the rookie who's probably going to be starting running back this week. They had Tony Jones Jr. last week score two <laughs> rushing touchdowns in an emergency role. So, um, yeah, give me Green Bay in this one. I just don't know what I'm getting with New Orleans yet. I thought I was getting more and I feel like I have a little bit of buyer's remorse. So, uh, Green Bay, I think, especially if Watson's playing and all the receivers are playing, I think they could get it going here at home. You don't have to have buyer's remorse with the Saints because even if they lose this week, they'll be two and one. They got the Green Bay home opener. No, I believe Green Bay played at home. Chicago week one or or Chicago and Chicago. I think they played in Chicago week one. They played in Atlanta last. Oh my goodness! It's the opener. Yeah, home opener for Green Bay. Oh, like, yeah, okay, I think this okay, this yeah. might be an alternate line play here, John. We might be stumbling on something. Yeah, no, this is no. I I really I really like this bet. I I knew it was in Lambo. I didn't realize it was the opener. Yeah, yeah this is, and then they're and then they're also home again on Thursday versus the Lions in Lambo. They're just they're just hanging oh. out. Nice. Yeah, nice. that's good. Okay. But you said, but real quick, you said you you know you have buyer's remorse about the Saints. Listen, man, the Saints yeah. are gonna lose this week in Green Bay. But then they're home versus the Buccaneers in a in a huge division showdown. Yeah, they need to win that one at the Patriots. So yep. split those, and then yep. it get, and then you have at Texans home versus the Jaguars winnable game. Yep, that's a that's a that's a prime time. It might be Thursday. It's October nineteenth, eight fifteen. Um, yep. Colts, Bears, Vikings. I mean. I wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah it's easy forever. schedule in that NFL. Like, they have to. They have to win the majority of these games. It's just, I thought they. Were, I thought they were going to be a lot better. That defense. Shout out Marcus May in trouble again. Can't believe it. Except I can. So, um, Dude. all right. Last thing crazy. there because I, 
I just can't believe Demario Davis is still so good and he's not a Jet. And we had him twice. And that's, that's crazy. What, what we're missing. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks watching him on prime time. Like I saw him like absolutely kill someone running the <laughs> ball and he gets up. He has like the sleeve on and stuff. I was like, who is that? I was like, is that still the DD out there? Double absolutely D. people off. It's crazy. It's crazy. Shout out to Mario Davis. Happy he's doing well. I love Demario Davis so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can't believe we screwed that up. Yeah, I'm missing double D. All right. Mm-hmm. Two more one o'clocks. Jeez. These one, this one o'clock's late this week. Yeah. All right. Let's go with the Chargers 0-2 at Minnesota 0-2. Basically a pick em. And I know it should be easy. Right? You say Minnesota at home. But, yo, Greg. Uh, maybe this is my hold. Is it, can this be a hold your nose pick? Like it's not a huge <laughs> underdog. Oh yeah, I don't know. This is like a makes me want to puke that I have to pick this game pick. Dude, I love the LA Chargers. First yeah. of all, it does not matter that Minnesota has a home field. The Chargers don't care about that. That's not a real yeah, thing. For them. Yeah, it doesn't affect the Chargers at all. Yeah, they never have it. Number two, Minnesota stinks. Like Kirk Cousins' numbers are great. They are. They're very nice, but they're, they they don't they're not going to win games. Like they got lucky last year with their close games. This year they just traded for Cam Akers. They have no running game. I love the Chargers here. I actually think the Chargers are going to win. I think I think the Minnesota Vikings, like the Jets fans were all hoping for, are actually going to start zero and three. And I, I I think the clock might actually start there on Kirk Cousins or whether he's going to finish the season. I know. I saw- is coming down the coming down the pipe, bro. I know. I saw someone tweeting about it. Some some person or talking head was talking about that. If Minnesota starts out like a zero and four, they're gonna they're gonna shop Kirk Cousins again and uh, tank for Kate, uh, the guy out of USC. So I don't know. To me, this to me this game is the Spider Man meme. The both these teams can't <laughs> run the ball. Austin Eckler's probably gonna be out. We're not sure if he's gonna play. Both yeah. these teams can't run the ball. Both these teams quarterback throw for four touchdowns and 400 yards. Both these teams can't play defense. <laughs> so I'm trying to find, to your point, home field advantage doesn't matter. I'm trying to find some <laughs> edge on where I can make a pick, an educated pick. To me, it comes down to coaching. I think Brandon Staley might be one of the worst coaches <laughs> in the National Football League. He's a defensive coach that has more defensive dudes than maybe any team in the league. Like He has the equivalent of the San Francisco 49ers, the Eagles, like he has a defense with dudes on there. Joey Bosa, doing the start about Derwin James, all kinds of linebackers and rushers there. I mean, it's insane what he has on that defense, and they can't play a lick of defense. So I have to go with Kevin O'Connell. I have to go with Minnesota at home. That home doesn't matter. It's just I think I honestly think that Brandon Staley might be one of the worst coaches in the National Football League. He sucks. I mean, O'Connell's just not much. Yeah, he sucks, but. Yeah, O'Connell's not much better, but, dude, he sucks. Like, it's him and the dude in Washington, Ron Rivera. Shout out. Love you, Damn, dude. Damn, remember about Ron catching strays. Dude, last season, at the end of the season, I had no idea that we could win this game and be in the playoffs. Like, what are you talking about, dude? All right, so, so let's. Sam let's Howell starting out 2-0. Sam Howell absolutely going nutty. 
And he's like, oh, man, we should have played this guy more last season. Like, yeah, you're the guy in charge of that stuff. Like, yes, you should have. Like, what are we talking about, Riverboat Break Ron? it down. Break it down, Greg. Break down that game. That's the last game of the one clock. Dude, I love Washington. I absolutely love Washington. <laughs> Plus six and a half. Plus six and a half. I don't think Buffalo is that good. I think Las Vegas stinks. I think Sam Howell is good. I think he's going to be able to throw the ball and keep up with Buffalo. Buffalo's going to score some points. Don't get me wrong. But I think their defense is better than what people think. They have some weapons. Terry McLaurin's playing well, even though he was injured in the preseason with a toe injury. Um, Brian Robinson, to have him in a few best ball leagues and a few fantasy leagues, he's been incredible. Multiple touchdowns uh, this season already, only through two weeks. They have Antonio Gibson if they need someone to help out. And like I said, Sam Howell's just been playing really well. He's throwing in rhythm on time, making tight window throws into coverage without really you're not holding your breath every time he's throwing it. Like he's he's playing he's playing pretty good ball. So at home, getting six and a half, lines moving down. I think it was seven to start the week. I see some sports books have it at six, some have it at five and a half. So I'm down to call it six, I'm down to call it whatever. But yeah, give me Washington for sure. Plus the points. I love, I love the flip flop there. And that, and I, honestly, I, just, I really do think Riverboat Ron. I think he's a terrible coach, but <laughs> the boys are playing good. And they're about to be three and zero. Oh. I don't know about that. I don't know if they're winning the game. That would be. So that's that my, this be is my. Insane. This is my hold your nose of the week. I think Washington okay. at home six and a half is a very very nice bet. You don't want it. They're bound to lose. They're they're two and zero. Oh. Buffalo's going to get it back together 2-1. and one, But honestly, man, I watched his defensive line, too, is getting it together. Chase Young yeah. had his first sack in like a decade, <laughs> even though he got drafted on his first contract here. Um, everything you said with the offense looking good, man. Curtis yeah. Samuel, even, getting in the mix. Yeah. I, I Hold your nose and take Washington, man. I think Washington could straight up win this game. And, and to think, <laughs> all three teams... And the NFC East will be undefeated going into next week. That would be yeah. crazy. If Dallas, yeah. Philly, and Washington are all undefeated with the Giants having a lowly one win, but whatever, at least they got a win. Yeah. That would be crazy. That was a hell of a win. It was a great comeback last week. Yeah, I mean, them and there's like the NFC South, right, where it's like the Saints are undefeated, the Falcons are undefeated, and... Whoever else is down there besides the, the Panthers Buccaneers. is undefeated. Buccaneers are undefeated. Very interesting. Shaping up. All right. Four o'clocks. Let's start off with the best bet here. We have the Carolina Panthers 0-2. Line is moving. Line is moving, and it's moving fast for a reason. It's it's now at, uh, I see it's six and a half. Moved from five and a half. At Seattle. Quarterback for Carolina. Not who you think it is, Greg. Yep. Not Bryce Young. Not the Red Rocket. No. <laughs> Andy Dalton, baby. I the, the fact that they tried to keep this a secret and then couldn't is everything I need to know about this, yeah. <laughs> about this game. This is going to be really bad. I can't believe Shaq Leonard's out. Jace Horn, we know, is out. Yep. I hope Miles Sanders does something for me. Personally, I don't think the team has any chance in winning this game. I, I, I think the, Thielen might do okay, 
But dude, I think Seattle's going to absolutely kill them. I, I, I like the first quarter. I like the first half. I like the full game. This this spread makes no five and a half makes no sense to me. But I don't know. Shaq Thompson's half, on the injured reserve. Jesus. Yeah, Thompson's done, man. Uh, it's, it's bad. It's bad news for Carolina. Yeah. But what sucks is the number one pick is Caleb Williams. Hopefully they get the number two or three pick and uh, end up with Marvin Harrison Jr. But that's a different story for a different day. That'd be nice. I'm with you. I've been on all in on Seattle. Um, they last week was too versus the Rams. Yeah, yeah, true. Last week was my line in the sand game for Seattle, and they lost again. <laughs> um, going up. Oh no, they won. They won last week. I was about to say they going finally got together last week. They were yeah, all in one. They won. They won uh Geno Smith. In overtime, that's right. I forgot we were talking about that during while it was happening. So yeah, I mean, I'm back on Seattle. Like I got Gino in Dynasty uh, for a reason. I thought it was good. It took him a little time to get warming up and get going, but towards the end of that game, second half, he was able to get it going on the offense. And dude, I just I just think that they're just outclassed in Carolina right now. I think Bryce Young's been pretty good. I don't know what I'm getting with Andy Dalton. I do. Um, he stinks now. Yeah, it's not Cincinnati Andy Dalton walking in the door, man. This is Dallas Cowboys Andy Dalton walking in the door. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Kenneth Walker's been pretty good, um, too. Like, I don't know if this could be bro. low scoring or if Honestly, they're just going to end up winning by 30. This, is, this might be my survivor. I... Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad survivor pick, like at home, like you said. 12 they have to win this Seattle. game. Seattle can't lose this game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, how I, that's how I try to base my survivor picks. Like, they can't recover if they lose this game, Seattle. Yeah. In my oh, especially after losing to the Rams. That season's over. 0-2 at home is really tough. Yeah, uh, Rams sneaky might be better than everyone thought, though. Well, that's a good point. Talk about that in a little bit. All right, best bet, Seattle. All right. I guess all, I guess all of these are really survivor-ish possibilities. Kansas sure. City at home. Minus 12 and a half versus the Bears. It just scares me because I don't know what's going on with the Bears, man. The defensive coordinator uh, I do. resigned. <laughs> what do you know? Uh, the whole place is on fire. It's a true <laughs> dumpster fire. <laughs> the head coach and the quarterback are hugging during during practice. Dude, it, it, dude. The, <laughs> I mean, besides the defensive coordinator, we don't know what happened with that yet, but we know it's bad. Like real bad, like FBI raiding your home bad. It's right? not there. That's all. That's all that matters. Yeah. So, besides that, Justin Fields coming out and saying that he's not he's playing too robotic. Not that he's playing poorly. Not that he needs to do better. But that he's playing too robotic and it's the coach's fault because they're overcoaching him is insane for someone that's in his third year in the NFL. It's crazy. So. Um, you know, there's clips all over the place. There's a clip, I don't know if you saw it, of uh DJ Moore talking with someone on the sideline from the opposing team, and they're like, dude, they're using you wrong. In the Tampa Big game, uh, oh. one of the linebackers it's like, dude, they're using you wrong. He's like, I know, don't you don't have to tell me about it. He's like, I can't believe they're using you so wrong. And he's like, I know, what am I supposed to do? Like, that's a bad clip to be out there. That is like clip. for for people to see, like. Dude, it's crazy. Like, you have to let Justin Fields cook. You have to let him run the football. You have to get DJ more and more involved somehow. It's not, I'm not saying that just because he's on my fantasy team. I just don't think it's this week. I think they're, the amount of stuff they have going on there 
is a problem. I think they're looking at the first overall pick. Um, give me KC, minus 11, minus 12, minus 14, whatever you want to give it to me at. I think they're absolutely going to steamroll Chicago at home. KC getting back on track, man. I mean, two tough battles for the first two weeks, losing to Detroit without, you know, Jones and Kelsey, getting both those guys back, but losing a close one to, or winning a close one against Jacksonville at Jacksonville last week. I think you get home and you win this game by 30. So this is my third best bet. I had Detroit. I had Baltimore. This is my third best bet. Kansas City minus 12 at home. All right, Greg, should I survive for the Kansas City Chiefs? I th- I think it's as I think it's as good as any of them. I didn't even think about them. Usually, I, I mean, usually I try to save them, but a win's a win at this point. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I try. You know, I don't know. They're they're gonna be, they're gonna have some easy games down the road for sure. I haven't looked at their schedule too. In I'm depth looking at it exactly. right now. Nothing looks. Too easy because Denver's division, so I don't want to bet division. They have those twice. Mm-hmm. It looks tough at Green Bay, at yeah, Raiders, New England. Raiders are division. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be playing Miami, the Bills, us, and New England. Yeah. At Los Angeles, not going to work. Division, last game of the season versus Cincinnati, versus Vegas. No. Yeah, it might be a good time to use them. I mean, it's the highest spread in the league. That's, another, that's another good way to. Go through Survivor. You were making fun of me doing that week one. I know. That's why I don't want to do it, though. I mean, it works. It works. It's it's good. Good. The highest it's spread good. for a reason. All right. So. Kansas City's possibility for me. Last four o'clock. Who are you taking this, this one, one, though? Are you taking Kansas City or the Bears? I think I did this with Denver, by the way. I don't think I picked a side there. I yeah. think I'm on Denver. With these spreads. I'll go Kansas City at home. Why not? Yeah. Taylor Swift, shout out. Yep, we're all Swifties. Please don't, please don't kill us. We're all Swifties. <laughs> all right, last four o'clock. Two and zero Dallas Cowboys with devastating news coming out of practice today. Trayvon Diggs after the season center hurt. Still a minus twelve and a half. We'll see how that line goes. It's crazy that that didn't even move a, a half a point. Yeah. <laughs> that scares me. Uh, at Arizona, another thing. Arizona's 0-2. They are in full-out tank for Caleb, but they have competition. Like we said, I mean, they're 0-2. Cincinnati's 0-2, whether they like it or not. Chicago's 0-2. Carolina's 0-2. Houston's 0-2. Denver's 0-2. New England's 0-2. Minnesota's 0-2. There's 8-0-2 teams. Only only one of them has to not be 0-2, and that's Chargers-Minnesota. Yeah. Like, it's possible that seven more continue to be. Like, they have competition. Yeah, no, and they need to keep losing. Last week, they almost blew it. I mean, they were looking good to start that game against the Giants. Everybody's survivor league's on fire, probably. I had the Giants in, in one of mine. Yeah, I mean, and rightfully so. I mean, the Giants, uh, you know, you you would expect them to come out pretty good. They came out flat again. Saquon Barkley gets hurt at some point in that game when they're making that comeback out for a few weeks. That's tough. But, dude, Arizona just, they showed me enough last week that it, it's giving me a little bit of hesitation, especially with the injuries with Diggs in the center. Yo. It's, it's making me think some things. You know, Dallas looked pretty good the first two weeks. Um Yo, Greg, last seven times they played, what do you think that record is? 
five and two Dallas. One and six Dallas. Oh my god! <laughs> Yikes! Arizona's got their number. Yeah, uh, it's making me think. The problem is, it's just like all my games. I'm just taking big spread after big spread after big spread. Am I really gonna switch it here for the Arizona freaking Cardinals? I am. Um, I think I am. Oh. I'm taking Arizona here. I'm sticking with Dallas. I'm just keeping with the big spreads. Dude, the last two times were in Dallas, too. That's crazy. The only win was at the Cardinals, actually. Oh, there you go. Went to OT twice in Arizona. Wild. That's that's, that's a bit wild, man. Watch out for this one. Maybe this is going to be a a nice hold your nose, too. Yeah. We're going to tease these, dude. These 12 and a half. Make it like 17 and a half. Just... Just get a field goal. Get the game. <laughs> Please. Something. All right. Primetime games. Sunday night and a double header on Monday. Not amazing matchups on paper. But honestly, I think going to be very, very intriguing games. Vegas at home primetime is different. Okay. Oakland was always different. Vegas is just different. When Vegas is primetime, they're good. It's Jimmy G. It's minus one and a half. Pittsburgh defense looked great. They got two defensive scores, and they barely won. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I got, everybody's so excited because Pickens had a good game. Dude, without DJ, Najee Harris looks so slow. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. Without Cam Hayward, I cannot reasonably take the Pittsburgh Steelers. They they lucked out last week. I love Vegas here. Vegas is gonna get on track. Two and one. Jacoby Myers is gonna play. Uh Jacob's gonna have a huge game without Cam Hayward in there. Devontae Adams is gonna have ridiculous plays. Max Crosby always has sacks on national television. I I, I love the Vegas Raiders. I actually I actually love Vegas right here. Yeah, what are we doing? This minus two and a half. I like them too. I'm I'm going with Las Vegas, minus two and a half at home. Um I agree with all the things you said. It just Pittsburgh with Matt Canada. They have to figure that out. I don't, I just don't know what they're doing on offense to your point to score two defensive touchdowns and still have it be a game against the Cleveland Browns. Like that's just insanity. So your <laughs> offense is broken. You what have to figure up? it out. Well, yeah. Yeah. True. True. And, uh, dude, just the play calling, like uh, the, the tweet, the, the video that's going around Twitter for the last two days is that third down Kenny Pickett run where he just got tackled by three guys because the play was so ridiculous. Like, dude, this isn't Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Like, you don't need to do four different things before the play starts. Like, just run the ball, throw the ball downfield to Pickens. Like, he's open. Pat Firemuth's always open. Like, just get the ball downfield. Get get Jalen Warren the ball because he's faster than Najee Harris for some reason. Let's go, And get this offense offense in motion. I'm so happy you're on the Warren train. I got him in Dynasty. I need him to get going. It'll be nice. I love this. Okay. Monday night. Greg. You know, I I respect the way you flip-flop. And I'm, I'm, I'm a man, too. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. I thought it was going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Showing up here 2-0 and scaring me away from... from Taking the Eagles at minus five and a half. I'm scared to take the Eagles five and a half. I'm going to take the yeah. Eagles minus five and a half, but I'm scared to take it. I love that it's 50% and the money's actually on Tampa. That makes me happier because I, I felt like I was, that was the biggest go move ever. 
I, now I love Philly. I, I love Philly in this game, and I feel like everybody should love Philly in this game. I don't see any reasonable reason why Tampa should be there. Also, I mean, just reminding me, I'm sorry, is because it's week three, and I forgot the CJ Gardner. Well, Johnson was now on the Lions, but does that change anything yeah. for you that he's out? No. I okay. mean, it does. Like, it, it hurts for sure, but um, it sucks because he seemed to be, like, the lifeblood of that defense. Um, but I just, for me, for Detroit, it's just about scoring points. Like, I think they're just going to be able to keep scoring and keep scoring. No. Um, yeah, for, for Tampa Bay, I mean, they, they surprised us. They look pretty good. The defense who I wrote off is pretty stout and pretty, they still have dynamic playmakers making plays. Vita Vea questionable on the injury report. That's huge. Um, no real comment or distinction on why exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really it. Couple other role players, couple other backup guys. Um, Eagles, on the other hand, I mean, just it looks like a, a quarter of the team is on here. Um, you know, with all types of injuries, concussion, toe, ribs, 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 hamstring, illness, all over the place. <laughs> so you know, Devonta Smith lim- limited through uh, limited with a hamstring and thigh injuries. Like that scares me as a dynasty owner. That scares me as a guy who's heavily invested in Devonta Smith. He's been playing great. Um, but you know, uh, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, Tremon Edwards, James Bradbury, like these are all defensive guys that are big name defensive guys. Zach Cunningham's playing well. Blankenship's playing well. Like these are guys that you need. Both, you know, both Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell. Um, obviously they had a great week from, uh, Swift last week, but, you know, going down two out of four running backs is kind of scary. So, yeah, right now, give me Tampa Bay. Give me Tampa Bay in the points. Just, I think, a cleaner injury report. Mike Evans looked great last week. I think Baker Mayfield's looked pretty good. Godwin, I think, gets it going a little bit more than he has in the last few weeks. Uh, Rashad White killed me in Dynasty last week. Two <laughs> touchdowns. Um, so, I think he keeps it going. So, yeah, give me, uh, give me Tampa Bay in the points at home. All right. I'm sticking with Philly here. Absolutely love them. Greg, what do you have on the second Monday night line? Rams at Cincinnati. What's your live line? I see that three. Three. Yeah. It's moved significantly. Was that one and a half? Moved to three. Oh, yeah. It has moved to a couple points here. I love the Rams, man. I don't think Burrow's healthy at all. Yeah. Did you see that the their backup just got signed to uh I forgot where I think to the Patriots? Who's backup? Cincinnati's? I don't think they have a backup quarterback this week. What? With Burrow hurt, I think this is gonna be a real issue for them. Yeah, I think I think Burrow's injured. I I don't know what's going on with Joe Mixon. Like the whole Cincinnati offense, Jamar Chase, like the whole thing just seems weird and awkward. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Um, the Rams, on the other hand, look like they're in the groove and moving. Like games won in September count just as much as games won in December, and the Rams are out here winning games, um, and putting up points. So, um, you know, give me the Rams plus three. I think they could win this one outright. Uh, you know, tough loss last week against San Francisco. Shout out for the cover though, Sean McVay. Um. <laughs> You know, three and zero or two and zero against the spread, one and one on the record. 
San Francisco's a tough team, man. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, Shanahan just beats McVay or McVay just beats Shanahan. So, um, I, yeah, I think LA is alive in this game for sure, especially because I think the defense looks pretty good. Aaron Donald still looks like he has the juice to get it done. And Joe Burrow's not going to be able to move like he usually needs to. So, um, yeah. It's another one of those things I just don't, I just don't understand what's going on with the offense. It's kind of like the Jets offense. Like, why are we not running the ball? Like, why is Joe Mixon not more involved? They have Chris Evans there as a backup running back. Like, he's okay. Like, why are we not running the ball and like taking some of the load off Joe Mixon, just like the Jets and Zach Wilson? Like, well, like why is Brees Hall running the ball four times? Like, what are we doing? So it's crazy. Um, I, yeah, I, yeah, give me the Rams. I like the, all their skill players. I'm learning all their names besides Tutu, who was on the team last year that I knew. Learning all their names this year, just like everyone else, but they're looking well, like they're I told you about the during the draft. Yeah, but the running back looks great. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we all knew about Puka from BYU. You talked about it for sure. I just don't think anyone thought he was going to be this good. I mean, has more more receptions than I think Amos St. Brown and Jamar Chase through two weeks combined. Like twenty five, you know, like twenty five receptions or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I, I, you know, people that study the NFL, people that watch, you know, BYU over the last few years with Zach Wilson, people that, you know, bet on college football like we do. Shout out next, you know, uh, college episode coming out tomorrow. We're recording that live. Um, knew about him, but I just didn't think he was going to be this good, but he is this good. And when Cooper Cup comes back, it'll be even better. So yeah, give me the Rams for sure. Plus three and a half. All right. I'm doing something different this week with the Hail Mary and the teaser. Okay. I'm basically doing a teaser and a reverse teaser, and that's my Hail Mary. I like that. You see my teaser last week missed by one I saw one it. game? Yeah. Absolutely drives me nuts, and it's the Steelers-Browns under. That should be an under every time. Two defensive touchdowns is what took me down. I know. That's tough. Drives me nuts. That is tough. All right, so what do you got for your teaser and then your reverse teaser? So for my regular teaser, I'm taking plus six. So it's plus 1,400 on a nine team. So it bumps up the Cardinals to 18 and a half, the Packers to four and a half, the Falcons to nine, the Colts to 14 and a half, which was important for me. That's why I pushed it all. Commanders, 12 and a half, Jets, eight and a half, Titans, nine and a half, Rams, nine. Raiders three and a half, another important one for me was to get that over for the hook. So that's plus fourteen hundred. So I put fifty bucks, win seven, win seven hundred. That's what I'm kind of. That's my that's my teaser of the week. When I flip it back, Greg, and this is what I'm really excited about for the minus six side of it. It's one dollar to win thirty k. So that's what I'm throwing Whoa. on it, and that's the same nine teams, but instead it's Cardinals plus six and a half. Packers minus seven and a half, Falcons minus three, Colts plus two and a half, Commanders money line, Jets minus three and a half, Titans minus two and a half, Rams minus three, Raiders minus eight and a half. I wish I can get it to minus four instead of the minus six because all the numbers are right above, but that's yeah. why it's a dollar to win 30K. So I'm throwing that on. I like that. I like that. I'm I'm trying to keep it simple here too. Oh, did I not? I didn't keep it simple. It I made it very complicated. Well, I like the idea of like making one bet and then just like kind of flipping it. 
So I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm doing the same Hail Mary bet. I like my bet so much that I'm teasing it. So there's no way this teaser is going to lose. And then we'll double down on the bet. That's um, it. You know, Hail Mary, Ravens, Lions, Chiefs. Those are my three best bets. Dolphins minus six and a half. These are all spreads, by the way. And the Commanders plus six and a half. And then finally is a six leg parlay, the under in the Titans. Cleveland Browns game, 39.5. I think that's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be ugly. And then give it to me in a teaser, too. It's a six legs plus 500. The tease numbers are Baltimore minus two and a half, Detroit plus three, Dolphins minus a half, Kansas City minus six and a half, under 45 and a half in the Titans Browns game, and then Commanders plus 12 and a half. Let's get me under some football numbers. Baltimore, you know, gets me two and a half. So it gets me the under the three. Detroit plus three. So if they lose by field goal, it's a push. <laughs> Miami's now money line. Kansas City, six and a half instead of 12 and a half. Gets me under a football number. No way I'm losing that teaser. We'll take that money. We'll put that on future stuff. But really, it's going to come down to that Hail Mary. I'm very excited for this weekend. Big, big spreads. <laughs> so final last words, huh? Yeah. There's no way this bet is losing, says Greg. No way. After coming so close last week, there's no way this one loses. All right. Famous last words, of course. Yeah, do that. Do that, you know, with what you will. You know, if you want to fade me, and that's probably going to hit too, you know, fine. Fade it. That's the beautiful thing about teasers. We can both be right. <laughs> there's the optimistic Greg that we've been looking for all year. The Jets have not helped the situation. Greg, any last yeah. words? Before we no. finish week three here, no. Check us out. You know, like I said, Winning Picks Weekly on Twitter, Winning P Weekly on Twitter, uh, Winning Picks Weekly on Twitter. We have the Winning Picks Weekly channel on uh, the Knicks, Jets, etc. YouTube. We're going live in a couple minutes here for the Jets preview of the New England game. That's going to be incredible. And then tomorrow, Chip Murphy Seven hopping on, obviously for college as always. Big college slate coming up. Danny gonna be Small. exciting. Special guest coming on. You'll see who that is tomorrow. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Four people. It's gonna be a lot of picks, a lot of bets, a lot of talking. So it's gonna be fun. I'm very excited. All right. Hopefully you didn't hear me ruin it. And yeah. Didn't pick up my noise. Sounds good. Didn't know. Keep it in a secret. That doesn't matter. See you tomorrow. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.